five minutes past eight. Let's get stuck into a, a tremendous meeting. Uh, Ron, welcome back. Keen to dissect a, a meeting that hopefully, who knows, we might get to a, a soft six centre rather than later, but we'll let that uh, play out, I suppose. Yeah, it looks to be big. some big market changes, obviously, with a few scratchings and things are tar- starting to take a bit of shape. So looking forward to the chat this morning. A man who's keen to rip in, I'm sure, is Brad Gray. Brad, good morning to you. Good morning, Hainsy, Duff, Munns, and all the listeners out there. 100% right. If you're not keen to rip in on a day like this and there's something wrong, you're probably in the wrong game, aren't you? But intriguing days racing. Munns will touch more on it uh, as we go throughout the morning. But a couple of these markets have changed somewhat, and punters seem to be pretty happy to play at the top end. But even a couple of speed maps today, I would have thought, for open for interpretation. So as we go right through the card, there are little opportunities throughout, and as I say, fascinating to see how it all unfolds. And offering the best prices around right throughout the day, no doubt, is the tab. And that means it's good morning to Glenn Munsey. Hello, Munz. G'day, Richard. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning to Ronnie. Good morning to Brad and everyone tuned in. Jeez, uh, yeah. Uh, you get a beautiful day weather-wise and a great uh, range of uh, races to get to, to look at. And you're going to learn something going forward. And you've been saying it all morning, Richard. It's quite strange to think that this is the opening day of the Everest Carnival. Uh, what's happened in the last month? Yeah, no, it's just, um, yeah, it's been outstanding. And uh, today should be no different. And what has business been like, Munns? I suppose we had Zaki come out and that kind of thing and markets change and whatever happens. But punters has been keen to play during the week? Uh, um, well, t- typically, Richard, when you, when you look at it, the markets go up Wednesday. Always a busy day Wednesday. Right, because everyone's saying, oh, you put up the wrong price, this and whatever like that. Or Wednesday's always busy. It tends to, you know, flatten out a bit Thursday. Friday morning, not as much activity. But after lunchtime on Friday, that's when it starts to rev up again. People that are at home and, and they're concentrating. You know, the, the Wednesday punters are your, your hard-nosed professionals that can press a button uh, after acceptance has come out and spit out a, a set of rated prices. And that's what they're betting to. Uh, but your, your punters that are, you know, your, your weekend Saturday punters, they, they haven't got the time to be doing those sort of things. So fr- after Friday lunch and Friday night, uh, that's when they start to focus on what's happening for them on Saturday. And then you get to Saturday morning, well, it's handlebars down and away we go. And the more you bet, the more you win. Let's do that. Let's get stuck in. First of 10 races at Ramwick today. We get going at 20 minutes to midday and we start with the Tab Highway. And Munns, this week we'll have a Class 3 at the 1,000 metres. Had Danny Williams on before 7 o'clock. He's hoping for good things from Prince Nikoni. Where's he in the market? And I suppose staying with Stephen Jones who settles up two nice hopes. Yeah, well, um, don't usually get highway runners as short as this, Richard, but our, our toppy and favourite is Shellstar, a $3.60 chance. Well, it was $6 yesterday and $3.30 earlier this morning, so great to see Edward Scissorhands has been in the office again overnight. Uh, $3.60, your favourite Shellstar. We've got limited reality. Now, a late gear change here. Uh, Ronnie and Brad don't have it in their numbers, I don't think, but the bar plates go on the front, and it's a $7.50 chance. Ezekiel is a scratching no deduction. Prince Nakoni for Danny Williams there is a $7 chance. Proverbial at $21. Zoom outcome at $26. Bold offer is out. One set the winner, nothing the place. Casino Lord with the winkers on at $21. Lamelody is out, no deduction. Polylithic with the earmuffs pre-race at $19. I'm not slew is out. 
One cent the win and nothing the place. Very sharp with a tongue tie on at 51. Monte Di Fiore is out, no deduction. Salire, uh, Anthony Mead should have something on that, cruising round Italy. Uh, it's a $31 pop. Ostracised is out, no deduction. Custo, uh, James McDonald at this stage, one kilo over, and it is a $4.20 chance. And we go to Princess Spice for Tash Burley. It's a 200 to 1 chance. Robage at $16. Hearn Courts a $61 pop. And Feel the Night with the earmuffs off. Uh, I haven't got a rider for it at the moment, but I'm doing something else. It is a $12 chance. Righto. Big field, 1,000 metres, let them fly. Uh, most popular runner is the favourite here, Shall Star. As I said, was $6 and into as short as $3.30. Uh, and it's back out to $3.60 now. Uh, it's got double the investment on Custo. Third pick is Prince Nakoni, then Proverbial and Casino Lord. Willie Pike, race one, number 20, feel the night. Willie Pike for your form guides. How's your map looking here, Brad, in race one? Yeah, they should get along. 14 runners, 1,000 metres, highway. I've got Polyethic uh, leading from that gate. Pretty fast galloper. I think Limited Reality, first up, 41 weeks, is just happy to take the trail. You've got some intent from the low draws there, Prince Nakoni. Albeit has to cope with 1,200 back to 1,000 metres. Princess Spice is a pretty speedy mare. And I expect a positive move early from Zoom out, Gumduff. Yep, uh, hold your breath and charge here. Um, typical 1,000-metre highway, uh, survival of the fittest. Um, look, I'll, I'll go with this three-year-old, uh, Cousteau, with no confidence. I, I like what he's done, uh, savaging the line from the, uh, from the front of late. Uh, I know he's a three-year-old in his first racing preparation. It's not, not easy to do, and there'll be plenty opposing him. Uh, but... Um, I'll lean his way to beat Shellstar, who sets up nicely from that good draw with the City midweek win. Uh, five proverbial could be the overs. She's an honest mare uh, who's capable of sprinting well fresh here, like she has done in the past. And Prince Nakoni, although back in distance, has got a fitness edge and he was terrific, although uh, favoured with the bias the other day. 16, 1, 5 and 4. One four five nineteen for me. I'm with Shellstar up the top. Uh, she's a pretty handy mare, isn't she? A record speaks for itself. Three wins from her four starts, and the last time we saw her at the races, she did win at midweek level, and she beat Sneaky Page. And we've seen what Sneaky Page has done since. Now she's obviously a mare with her niggles, given she was tipped out uh, thereafter. But if she's sound and well, as her recent barrow trial suggests she is, uh, she sets up beautifully here. For Prince Nakoni, yes, does have to cope with that drop back in trip and. I tend to agree, was flattered by the way the track played there last time out, uh, but he is up and running, he can make his own luck somewhere in that first couple, uh, and he'll hold his form. Five, proverbial, very consistent mare, underrated mare, she'll just camp somewhere midfield and get her chance, and Hearn Court probably parks outside the back, but if these leaders overdo it, just look out late. One, four, five, and 19. Uh, Darren Flindell calls all the action today, be with us for Behind the Gates after 10 o'clock, any um, thoughts and comments for Darren you like him to talk about. Uh, that's your chance. But he's with number four here, Prince Nikoni. Um, Darren, four to beat 16 Custo, one shell star, and five proverbial. Four, 16, one, and five for Darren in race number one. Race two ramming today is the midway here, Muns. This week a class or a benchmark 72, and we are going over the miles. I suspect we have another short price favourite here. 
Yeah, and if you're a Shell Star fan in the first, just hold your, just keep your powder dry because I think they've uh, shown Edward the uh, the door of the office <laughs> never to return again uh, because it's now out to three dollars and ninety cents. That's just completely unrealistic. The six dollars to three dollars thirty, so it's been three dollars thirty to three dollars ninety uh, this morning. Still retains favouritism, but it's out to more uh, realistic price anyway for uh, Shell Star in the first uh, market now on the second. We start with Zuda Moon here, who's a $7 chance. Oakfield Arrow at $17. Dick Whittington, blinkers on and the winkers off. It is a $31 chance. Navajo Peak, last start winner of a midway, but back in distance today at $8.50. Bubba, not there. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Mahagoni, $2.40 which is roughly about a hundredth of its price the other day. Uh, Diamond Diesel is a $15 chance. McCormack at $26. Chilled Chilco Lake at $41. One more Sapphire at $14. Diva Bella, it's scratched a scratch at Newcastle, I think, too, but it was in a couple of races up there. Two cents a win and nothing to place. Bella Violet is a $31 chance. Mike Rona, not there. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Loving Scylla, a $31 pop. Herb or Herb with the nose roll off at $11. Dream Maiden is out, no deduction. We go to Sebring's Rose, who is a $34 chance. Pacific Warrior at 51 Essential Sky at 34 And Remus is not there. Uh, most popular runner, in fact, three and a half times the amount of money on Mahagoni than any other runner in the race here uh, was $2.50 earlier today and has half the money invested on the race so far today. So 250 to 240 this morning. Three times as popular as Herb um, has been 12 into 11 this morning and Herb is just in front of one more Sapphire who's a $14 chance. Where do you want to see him mahogany in the run? Yeah, well, where do you want to see him? You want to see him hit the line in front. I don't think it really matters where he settles, but I, from what I've seen of him in Australia, we've had four looks at him, Hainsy. I think he's more dynamic when he's ridden on the colder side, which I guess is a little query when you're taking $2.40. He's going to be in the second half of the field. So he'll be hoping that they keep each other honest up front. Uh, the likes of Zuda Moon won't be far away. Oakfield Arrow has Ellen Hennessy engaged, so I think they come across from the draw. Pacific Warrior can park up somewhere in behind, and I'd expect Navajo Peak uh, to come across from that wide gate as well. So although there'll be a bit happening in the first couple hundred metres, there is the chance for them to to back off in the middle, which I guess it makes it a little bit tricky for Mahagoni here, Duff. Yep. Another thing we're working with today is this track, you know, soft seven, 5.82. We just got to... Going to just say, okay, that's what we're working with a soft seven all day. We're going to get improvements all day. It's a tricky one to assess. Um, you know, that's that's probably the five eight two. Glenn has probably said, you know, right right into that seven range, so it's going to have plenty of give out of it. I agree, Glenn. Yeah. So, uh, look, I yeah, sorry, guys. Th- uh, the last time we had a, something near a five point eight two on Everest Day last year, we had five point seven two albeit it's in October, well, it's only a couple of weeks away, uh, it started a soft seven with a 5.72 and finished a, a, a soft five by race five. The interesting point is the going stick here, which is the new uh, thing, albeit the penetrometer's gone 5.94, 5.86, 5.82. The going stick's gone 7.9, 8.1, Now, on the 20th of August, the going stick was 8.5, and that track was rated a soft five. So we're not far away. Okay. 
so we won't panic and say we're going to work with a wet track all day because it's, it's important with this race, especially with a couple of runners. But I'm having a throw at the stumps here with her, but well, not so much of, more of a throw of the stumps now that he's only a 10 to 1 chance. Uh, he was 25 to 1 when I was thinking he's over the odds. That's his mark now. I, look, I'm. It's just a guess. I know he hasn't. He's all his forms at twelve hundred, and he went to thirteen hundred the other day. He looked a nice horse, I must say, and he had good support. So I think he he gives me the impression he'll eat up a mile this horse, and I'm just going to have a spec on him. I can see Margone. He's got all the form in the world uh, from his last run for a race like this, and he will be hard to beat. Um, Zuda Moon is very much track related. Um, she likes it more the, the you know the dead range than the the soft range, and uh, she is very tough from the front here. And I'll throw in Diamond Diesel. He did start favourite in that lead up last time, and did have a few little excuses. And he's another one, nice horse. It interests me that move for one more, one more Sapphire as well. But I'm fifteen one, fifteen six one and seven. Six fifteen four and ten for me. Mahogany on top. It simply comes down to what price he's willing to take now. So two dollars forty, I think, he's getting on the skinny side, but his form speaks for itself, doesn't it? Running Waterford to a nose last start, that wins this. So he needs a bit of luck in running. Uh, but you've got the right man up top in James McDonald to get you through to the line. Fifteen Herb, I one hundred percent agree, Duff. I love the way that he worked through the line there over the last fifty meters or so, over thirteen hundred meters last start. That gives the impression that. He will get the mile, and if he does, uh, he's going to give this a shake. Four Navajo Peak, nothing wrong with his form. He's been up for a long time, but he's hard fit. I think he can cope with a, an aggressive ride from that wide gate. Did a really good job there last start in the context of going 13 to 1,800 metres. So back to the mile, should be fine, and 10, one more Sapphire. I loved his run there first up, didn't have a lot of luck, probably right in the finish. Uh, if he gets the splits at the right time, a little freshen up since, and his record over the mile is very strong. 6, 15, 4, and 10. Darren's numbers for the midway today. Darren Flindell is with number 10, one more Sapphire on top to beat 6, Mahogany, 15, Herb, and 1, Zoo de Moon, 10, Six, fifteen, and one for Darren in race number two. Race three is the Peachester Lodge Shootout Mile. Ten years since the good horse won the George Main Stakes with Hugh Bowman on board, and the Shootout Mile, a benchmark eighty-eight at the mile of course. Muns uh, Arctic Thunder comes out. Leaves a field of eight. Yeah, no one used to call shootout better than Mark Sheen the way he used to get shootout out uh, when he was uh, claiming them there. Uh, let's go to uh, the market here where Blazer Trail is a $6 chance. Kiss the Bride, last start winner at $6. Turn on the Charm is a $10 chance. Giannis at $10. Carp Fever's at 71 Arctic Thunder is a scratching. 11 cents a win and 11 cents a place to deduction there. Grace and Harmony, your favourite, at $3.50. Kabosh at $5. And Bazooka. Now, Tyler Schiller will only claim a half a kilo. And after last Saturday, so it's on the backup, went a bit keenly last Saturday. So David Payne's taken the blinkers off, uh, bringing it back in trip, and it's a $6 pop. Uh, most popular runner here, Grayson Harmony, already this morning, 360 to 350, has about half as much again as what Turn on the Charm has. Uh, well, it was 850, 950, 10. That's happened in the last 24 hours. Uh, third pick would be Kabosh, uh, who's a $5 chance unchanged this morning. Good race, Brad. How do they settle down? Yeah, it's good. 
do still race this one. I've actually got turn on the charm leading. Uh, I know he found himself back in the ruck last time out, but he just began a touch awkwardly. So I think there'll be some intent early here to potentially take up the running. Kiss the bride won't be too far away, and Blazer Trail can just follow them. Uh, I think Grace and Harmony, if you're looking for her, she'll be ridden more conservatively than what we saw last start because they said maybe they just dulled her finish, riding her a touch too close. Hello, Ronnie. Yeah, anything goes here. Um, I don't know what to think of what's going to happen in the run. I like the way Kaposh is going. I really do. His first up run was a beauty. His trial was a cracker. Um, it's short of his best distance. Um, I was I was keen when Yui said, I hope Chris lets me ride my race and go forward uh, with him. So that's, I don't know whether that'll happen. And then you listen to Chris Waller preview on the on the um, social media and he puts you off saying, oh, this is the run he's got to have for third up uh, because he's a stayer. But look, I, he's well found in the market. I expected a better price, but I like him. I just, I was taken with that trial. Grace and Harmony... If we can just forget that run altogether the other day, which is hard to do, she'd win this race. Uh, maybe ridden too close last time, but uh, look, she's proven up to the past the mile, so she should be hard enough to beat if she's in form. Kiss the bride. Don't think there was any fluke in the last start improvement, and I'll throw in Bazooka just with that lightweight being very fit. But uh, I could make little cases, you know, Blazer Trails weather related. He's a dry tracker. You got Turn on the Charm, who looked big odds earlier in the week, but it's been adjusted. And even Giannis, if he put his best foot forward, would do something. But uh, I'll go with my gut feeling here: eight, seven, two, and nine. I'm seven, three, two, and nine. I'm going to give Grace and Harmony the benefit of the doubt. Last, but yeah. She was terribly playing and she was hard in the market. Good horses, one bad run, and I think she was ridden too close. And couple that with the fact she was so good there first up after a lengthy spell, maybe that just saw her flatten off and touch their second up. So if she finds her first up form where she really savaged the line, uh, this is her right grade to, to bounce back in. Three, turn on the charm. That was more so on the edge in the market that we were getting earlier in the week. That's completely gone now because I thought there's a chance to get complete control in this, which does make him dangerous with Tim Clark in the saddle and in improving track is key to his chances to kiss the bride can hold the form now that he's found again and nine bazooka gets in light here with the 51 kilos seven, three two and nine okay seven three two and nine for brad there in race number three darren's numbers here for the uh for the peachester lodge shootout mile eight kibosh to beat two kiss the bride seven grace and harmony and one blazer trail eight two seven and one for darren in race number three on a race four at Ramwick today, going through this George Main Stakes meeting. And race four is the Agency Real Estate Handicap. And Mund will have a benchmark 78 here. Some pretty promising types going over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, if you like your tomato sauce, you're going to like this race. Uh, War Eternal is an $11 chance. Equation is out. Two cents a win and nothing to place. I think it's in, in Melbourne tomorrow. Uh, Silent Impact at $6.50. Super Giant at $81. Easy Campesi at 21 Honey Creeper returning to the track today is a $19 chance. Fine point is not there. Eight cents a win and nine cents a place. Ita at $17. Greek Hero at $61. Mamunia returning today with the synthetic hoof filler off, and she's a $23 chance. Root is not there. Roots, uh, seven cents a win and eight cents a place. The deductions for it. Livazia at $19. Arnold 
is a dollar sixty-five. Thank you very much. Syndicato with the nose roll off at forty-one. Air to wear is out, no deduction. And Stray returning as a nineteen-dollar pop. Uh, well, easily best supported runner here, Arnold. Uh, well, he went up two dollars thirty, uh, but his two stable mates that were in the market have both come out. But uh, um, he was a dollar eighty-five last night. He's been a dollar seventy this morning. Dollar seventy to a dollar sixty-five has roughly four and a half times the amount of money on War Eternal who it went up as much as $41, but uh, you've got the scratchings to contend with there. Third pick would be Ita, and fourth pick would be the bottom one, uh, Richard's uh, horse, Stray. <laughs> Trolled okay during the week. Um, Brad, Arnold, we were there the other day. You sort of found his feet and steamed home. What happens today? Yeah, I think he's probably drawn the perfect gate. Uh, just to have a look early, ultimately will find himself somewhere midfield. Just peel out, plenty of room to click through his gears and give him his chance. But you'll have Easy Campesi, I expect, lead this field. Silent Impact, probably on its shoulder. Stray comes across from the wide gate. And then you've got the likes of War Eternal and Supergiant just parking in behind the speed here, Duff. Uh, yep. Oh, boy, $1.65. Um, I love the horse, but... No way in the wide world. I thought he'd come to a Saturday race and be a dollar sixty-five. Anyway, I'm tipping him. Um, won't be backing him, but I'm tipping him. He stays at fourteen hundred. Is the main concern for me. But he looks a talent, and he should. He looks one of those horses that'll just charge through his classes. So, um, good test for him today. But I think he'll just get away. I think he'll get away with it. Um, I like a few out in the market here. Um, not so much now with War Eternal. Um, it was just we all saw he was in the worst part of the track the other day, and he he could improve up in distance here um, with the claim this time. He didn't have the claim last time, and these these couple down the way. Let's have a look at this horse's trial, Syndicato, a forty to one mm. chance here. Uh, he, he really savaged the line the last fifty eighty meters in that trial, and he looked look he he showed good promise in New Zealand. He's done absolutely zero. Doing That's things the horse wrong. that I think bolted its first start here yeah, in Australia. Yeah, it was a, a lunatic. Tommy Berry at Rose yeah, Hill. And there was, was a late scratching at Canterbury on a Friday night when the track was heavy. Yeah, so there's something there if they've got into his head. But uh, I, I really like that trial. And as I did like the trial with Stray, um, she just was out the back and just steamed home down the middle in the her trial as well. So... I thought they're two good long shots, or three good long shots behind the favourite, uh, but I think he has to be on top. 13 1, 14 16. I'm going to go with War Eternal here at the odds. Now, the price is long gone, uh, but I think $10, $11, that's still fair enough. Uh, you go back to his second up run, last preparation, and he put a very similar field to away. Uh, he put him to the sword, actually. I think Daj Run was in it. and... Tamerlane may have run second, so if he runs up to that, that makes him hard enough to beat. Then third up, uh, he wasn't beaten all that far in the Randwick Guineas, so he's got a bit of class, this horse, and as Duff alluded to, it was a complete forget there first up. That's why the market completely brushed him, uh, but there were reasons for that failure. Worst part of the track, 1,200 metres too short, bottomless um, surface, and he had plenty of weight. 13 Arnold, yes, I can see why he's hard to beat. Uh, he's going to keep going through the grades. He's a lot better than Benchmark 78 Company, but you're taking a a very skinny price to find out. Eight Ita, uh, she comes through that same race as War Eternal, and I like the way that she scooted 
through the ground there to get to the line late. Her second up record is strong. Uh, if she can use that low draw to park up a little bit closer today, she's going to be finishing off well and will give Silent Impact the benefit of the doubt after a poor showing first up. But he was hard in the market and a dry service today can see him bounce back. One thirteen, eight and 3 Okay, uh, looking at Darren Flindell's numbers for race number four at Ramwick today. And uh, Darren has gone the way of 13 Arnold to beat one War Eternal. 16 Stray gets a run for Darren there, and number eight, Ita. So 13, 1, 16 and 8 uh, for race number four. Race five, the first of our features today, Munns, is the Bill Ritchie Handicap. Group three, 1,400 metres, Blazer Trail character, the front man not there. Leads a... A field of seven and uh, some quality engaged here. How's the market? Yes, and all eyes on the toppy here. Top ranked returning to the track today. It's a $6.50 chance. Purple sector. Now, James McDonald at this stage, one kilo over. It's a $10 chance and uh, was scratched from Newcastle yesterday. Blazer Trail is out. Uh, two cents a win and nothing. The place runs earlier. Paternal returning today at $17. Cross Talk, another one scratched from Newcastle. Runs here, $2.70 and favourite. Character ran yesterday at Newcastle. It's out. Three cents a win and two cents a place. Oprah. President, now under the care of Bjorn Baker. Get ready. Blindfold on. Earmuffs pre-race on. Barrier blanket comes off. And the cross nose band comes off. And it's a $3.40 chance. Ranch hand at $11. And Lakeen at $8.50. The frontman outran yesterday. No deduction for it. Uh, most popular runner here. What have we got? Uh, this is a new market that went up uh, when uh, Character and that came out yesterday. And since that point in time, the most popular runner is Crosstalk over O President and then topped rank. Uh, in the old market, it was the site. No, it was uh, Crosstalk over O President and then Ranch Hand. And I think if this track dries out, you'll see O President drifting. Be fairly shocked if our president isn't in the red colours here on the racing and sports speed map that our central <laughs> viewers can have a look at here, Brad. Yeah, that's right, Hans. The only gear change that Munns mentioned was the jet pack. The jet pack going on after his recent barrier trial. 13 lengths, if you don't mind. So I imagine not a lot changes here. He'll be ridden aggressively, ridden for speed. Crosstalk will keep him busy up front. We have seen a little bit of versatility from Crosstalk in the past to say that if O president wants to go handlebars down, He'll be happy just to jump into the slipstream. Purple Sector not far away. And Lakeen, I expect, just to be in that second pairing as well, Duff. Uh, yep, a tricky little race. Um, hard to line up as far as the trials are concerned and what, a few other things. And I'm keeping top ranked. I'd like a, a little bit more confidence around town about him, I must say. Um, look, five of his six wins have been first up. And everything sounds like Dewey was worried about the second trial. Uh, so, yep, I still want to go with him because he's a he's a racehorse. He, he hopefully just knows when it's race day, and if he finds, you know, seventy or eighty percent of his real form, he'll, he'll just about win this race. That's what I say. Um, Crosstalk's got a very good chance, freshen back to fourteen hundred. Oh, President, well, if you just want to trust the trials more so than race form, yep, I get. He has the flashing light on him, and Lakeen sets up nicely here, and is nice and fresh. And I, look, I see, I can think paternal sprint well fresh, and the money says, well, there's the adjustment says ranch handle improved, but I'm going to go with one, one five seven and nine. I've gone seven five eight and one here, seven O president on top. Um, when I first did the form for this race, I would have thought the cross talk was going to Newcastle, so that's good. My. Um, 
is crucial for him so just monitor the rating uh, as we get to race five there but he's right he's the writing's on the wall from his trials he's ready to go he's tuned up catch me if you can five cross talk hard to knock uh, he's in a really good space at the moment working his way through the grades eight ranch hand i can see why there has been a little nibbler support for this galloper he had form through the, the top three-year-old races, last preparation, a complete forgive there first up at the Valley where he half missed the start. He got out the back and never really had the handbrake off in the straight. So I think he's well-placed here to bounce back, albeit he will get out the back. Small field maybe negates that to some extent, and the class of top-ranked will see him run well. Seven, five, eight, and one. Good race. Good Bill Ritchie and uh, Darren Flindell. The way he sees the Bill Ritchie is that uh, he thinks the number one top-ranked will be winning. Best bet of the day. Very keen. I'm pretty sure he's, um, that's his behind-the-gates multi-horse today. Top-ranked as well, Darren on top. One a special to beat seven at president, nine Lekeen and five crosstalk. One, seven, nine and five for Darren in race five. Race six at Ramwick today is the Dali T-Rose Stakes. The Dali Princess Series continues here. And Munns, uh, some of these girls get together again for a clash in a group two set weights, 1,400 metres. Yeah, and just back to our president, I made a mistake there. It's not brow band off. It's not barrier blanket off. It's brow band off. Uh, so in the T rows here, uh, North Star Lass uh, support for it this morning. Uh, Five dollars into four dollars forty so far this morning. We've got Wolverine at seven fifty. Paris Dior out. It's running next Saturday in the Golden Rose. Ten cents a win and ten cents a place. A twenty-one dollar chance in the Golden Rose next week. Wollinga Beast at seven dollars. Zoo Gotcha. Here's your tomato sauce again. One dollar eighty-five. Thank you very much. What? Seven veils at $26. Russian Conquest is out. Four cents a win and four cents a place. Grace's Secret, 51. Pantanario at 31. Madame Pomery at 41. Celestial Spirit out, no deduction. Renaissance Woman, 81. Ningaloo Star, 71. And Byron Bell is a $71 chance. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, $2 into a $1.80, now back to $2. So it could get, they get Edward out of the office, please. What's um, going on in there? Yeah, what is I don't going know. On? But, they want to uh, stop people from going to races today. You know, they're fair dinkum. And, and the other thing is they made North Star last $4 as well at the same point in time. So North Star last this morning has been $5 into $4. Zoo Gotcha's been $2 into $1.85, back to $2. Um, Wolverine's been $6.50 to $7.50. Willinga Beast, $5.50 to $7. Seven Vales, 18 to 21 And then you get, well, Grace's Secret Firm, 61 to 51 Pantanario's 23 to 26 Madame Pomery's 26 to 34 Renaissance Woman, 51 to 61 Ningaloo Stars, 61 to 71 And Byron Bell's 126 to 71 What is going on? Um, most popular runner is Zoo Gotcha, and it is five times as popular as North Star Lass, and then you'll have Pantanario ahead of Wellinga Beast. Suppose um, speed-wise, North Star Lass, uh, the Tullock Lodge filly, one of two, she'll be up there somewhere. She certainly will. She looks the leader, um, doesn't she? I think the stalemate just takes the trail in behind Pantanario, Wellinga Beast. Won't be far away. Byron Bell was ridden close, albeit in easier grade last start, set outside the lead. There might be some intent with Ford and Zugotcha. If you're looking for her, she'll just be, be in behind the speed and get every chance from there. Uh, yep, uh, I've got her on top. She's very hard to beat, but um, two dollars is rock bottom. Um, you know, fourteen hundred metres now with a break between runs. Uh, I know she's had the trial, but yeah, look, I think she'll be hard to beat. 
uh, I think that coffee van must have pulled up out the front there at uh, Tab headquarters, and they're just having a 20-minute rest or something. But I've been checking what sort of sugar they're putting in the coffee. <laughs> uh, North Star Lass, she's tough. She's genuine. Had the best of the bias the other day, but how do we penalise that? I don't know. Uh, Willinga Beast, would she have beaten North Star Lass if she had the inside running? I don't know. And the one I'm... I'm one horse I'm keen to look at all day here is Wolverine. It was like a little podgy goat there the other day, a mountain goat. Um, if she's come on, she is a big, big improver. Five, one, four, and two. Exactly the same numbers for me here. Five, one, four, and two. Five, Zoo Gotcha. She picks herself, doesn't she? Now the market has really gravitated towards her. Um, a, spawn, a form speaks for itself. First up there, she beat in secret and North Star Lass, so you don't need to say anything more than that. One North Star Lass, she shapes like she'll relish the 1,400 metres. I thought the best part of that win last start was just the last 50 metres, so she sets up beautifully here out to the 1,400 metres. Third up, four Willinga Beast. Well, if you like North Star Lass, you have to like Willinga Beast. Now, will she relish the 1,400 metres like North Star Lass will? That's the query. Uh, and then Wolverine, the best of the rest. She's the one. I think a lot of people expect her to have the flashing light uh, as we march towards the flight stakes out to the mile. Five, one, four, and two. If she wins Wolverine, Ronnie, we might um, clip it up again. Podgy mountain goat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Flattering. Well, it, it won't stick. It won't <laughs> stick if she wins. She'll be a good don't, look. don't worry, Ronnie. There's only, about six, there's only about 600 people own it. So don't, don't oh, God. God, I should have thought. But she's a beautiful, she's a beautiful <laughs> podgy mountain goat, Ron. She's, she's a beautiful. A lovely girl. Yeah. If you like goats. You know, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, nah, looking at um, numbers. Sometimes you can pick on the wrong horse. <laughs> with the... <laughs> We've got your back, Ronnie, kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, let's look at um, Darren's numbers here. He's with number five, Zee Gotcha to be. One uh, number one North Star Lass, two Wolverine, and good on you, Darren. Renaissance woman, he puts in for fourth. Oh, I like this filly, Ronnie. I, I know she's big odds, but anyway. Fourteen hundred today. metres today. Yeah. It's not two thousand metres yet. No, I know. No, I know. Anyway, <laughs> five, one, two, and twelve. Um, we'll see how Renaissance woman goes. A big odds in uh, in that T Rose Stakes today. Twenty four hour fold cover for twenty four hours a day. Peace of mind. No excess on life-saving surgery claims, agreed value, fall rate guarantee, and the optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales, all with guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Wayne and Dean, be insure, insure with HQ. 22 minutes to nine, this is Racing HQ Saturday. We'll take a break. On the other side, we come back with a good look at the George Main Stakes, the Shorts, the Kingston Town, and a pretty easy benchmark 88 to finish off the day. Breaking back with more. Introducing the all-new Kia Niro, available as a hybrid or full electric model. This SUV is smarter than your average car, featuring Kia Connect technology. Take control of your Niro with your smartphone. Cold out? Turn up the heat before you get in. Forgot where you parked? Relax, the app will lead the way. The all-new Kia Niro, in hybrid or all-electric. It's smarter than your average car. Kia. Movement that inspires. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. 
Queensland is racing, pacing and chasing for pink this September. The Gold Coast Turf Club's Pink Ribbon Cup race day is expanding. For the first time in 2022, Pink Ribbon Race Week events will run September 15 and 17 across three codes of racing. Alongside the coast, Albion Park will play host to Thursday night's Greyhounds and Saturday's Harness editions of the Pink Ribbon Cup. For more details, check out racingqueensland.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. It's on the game. The renowned Big Sports Breakfast Grand Final Lunch. This year, Clarkie, Loz, Jamie and yours truly, Jared Middleton, are heading to the Grand Pavilion at Rose Hill Racecourse, Wednesday, September 28, where the midweek Rose Hill races will be in full swing. Don't miss an afternoon of big laughs, good food and even better company as you mingle with NRL and racing royalty. And of course, you may even get a winner or two with help from our Sky Racing tipsters. Plus, we'll preview Saturday Tab Epsom Day. Get your tickets now at australianturfclub.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. The Racing League are off to a fly with uh, 14 wins from 12 runners to the track. And today, TRL has Lethal Thoughts contesting the Caulfield Guineas Prelude. Trained by Kieran Ma, Lethal Thoughts is still a cult and the son of So You Think. So if he can win the Guineas, he could be worth a mint. The amazing thing is you can still buy into Lethal Thoughts as part of the Victorian Hustlers team. This truly once-in-a-lifetime opportunity is your chance to buy now and have a runner this afternoon. Own your share of Lethal Thoughts for just $260 and then $20 a month to cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net, AFSL license number 223671. Let's dive into the quaddy here and we start with Ramwick race number seven. It is the Fujitsu General George Main Stakes, Group 1, Wait for Rage at the Mile, Animo. Uh, Munns, talk to us about Animo. Rightio, we'll start with Zaki. If you're on it, you get a uh, deduction there of 23 cents to win and 16 cents a place. If you're back to final field, you're getting a refund. Maximal with the winkers off today at $51. Animo, favourite at $1.60. Converge at $21. Profondo at $14. Jewess at $14. Montefilia. At $19. Ice Bath, Tommy Berry, the rider there at $18. Fan Girl at $6.50. And Hinged with the blinkers on today is an $11 chance. Uh, well, Zaki not there. He's got six times the amount of money on himself, Animo. He did get into a short as $1.50 yesterday. He's $1.60 now. Uh, second pick is Fangirl. She's been six fifty basically uh, since Zaki came out. And they're a very, very long way ahead of the rest. Hinge is actually the third pick. Uh, and there's a, an unabashed uh, Huey Bowman fan. He's just had... How much is that? Is it $550 on Huey Bowman in the Jockeys Challenge, who rides Fangirl here? Yeah, $555 on Huey Bowman in the Jockeys Challenge at $26. He's taking on J-Mac, who's $1.06 out to $1.08. Good luck to him, or them. Good luck to them. Um, the map here in the George Mayan, Brad. Yes, well, where do we start with the map here? So we've lost Zaki, and we've lost our leader, Hinged. Blinkers, barrier one. Maybe they see the opportunity to put her right on top of the speed here. Profondo can be handy. Uh, we've seen him lead in the past, but it hasn't necessarily been his go. And Animo, I guess, he slides forward and finds himself maybe outside of Hinged or maybe even in front. So listening to Adrian Bott this morning, uh, the big takeaway there with Converge guys was that 
they're likely to go back and ride him on the conservative side and let him hit the line. So there's every chance that a few of these jockeys are just looking at each other in the first couple of hundred metres, Duck. Yep, and um, the old saying, does he ride a good thing like a good thing um, mm. with, with animos? I don't know, but he doesn't make too many mistakes. Um, look, I, I just... Uh, with with that situation with Converge, um, I just can't see them hunting up Profondo with all the work that they've done with him to try and get him to settle. I can't see Chris being too... He'd be ag- aggressive to a certain extent with Hinge, but he's not the style to uh, get into a speed battle early. I think they'd be happy to take third defence with her, you know, and then where else do you want to look? So, I look, I'm tipping Animo... Love the horse. He's the best horse in the race. And he just needs a good ride. Simple. Um, Hinged is the one I'm wary of the most because there's more intent with her, especially from an inside draw with blinkers. At a mile, second up, ideal, jar out of the track, perfect. She gets a lot of ticks here today. Fangirl has just come up beautifully and is right on target for the Epsom. And Profondo is a big improver if we get to a five and a half or a, you know a, a soft five and a half i think he's a a bit of a threat then he's he's um total forgive on the heavy the other day and his first up run you know a length and a half off animo was a ripper three ten nine and five three ten nine and four for me animo on top of the market of course as he's hard to beat he is uh, it's going to be a tactical race and i do expect james mcdonald to, to ride him positive and and as Duff referenced, just riding like the best horse in the race, take, take bad luck out of the equation. Ten hinged, she will, will run well. Uh, she put the riding on the wall there first up that she's returned in really good order. She just hit a bit of a flat spot there, didn't she, at the 400, 500 metre mark, but then was coming again through the line. So the shade's going on. Can negate that. Fangirl is dangerous because if this race does become really tactical and it turns into a sprint home, we know she has that turn of acceleration. Just stalking the speed, uh, she gets her chance here to cause some kind of mini upset, but... Obviously, the, the Epsom is her grand final. I expect her to, to potentially firm up even further in that race. And will back converge to bounce back? He's too good of a horse to, fit, to just completely brush after one run there on a very heavy track. He'll get out the back, and that's how he generally does his best work. So three, ten, nine, and 4. Darren's numbers in uh, our big group one of the day, George Main Stakes. And uh, Darren is with number 9, Fangirl, to beat 3, Animo. 10, Hinged, and 5, Profondo. 9, 3, 10, and 5 for Darren in race number 7. Race 8, the Bowman Shorts, set weights and penalties, group 2, 1,100 metres, a million dollars up for grabs. Munns, where do we start? Yeah, and if you're playing the drinking game, you can have a drink, uh, a mini Everest. Uh, right uh, Nature Strip here is a $2.20 favourite over Eduardo at $4. Mars Crusader at $21. Marzu, the pacifiers come off, which is interesting uh, for Marzu, and he's a $7 chance. Shelby, 66, with the synthetical filler off. And a great quick Richard, as you know, our listeners are our best researchers. And what a great question that was this morning from a listener regarding the naming of Shelby 66. That is a question that has never been asked of Danny Williams, how it got its name. For the car racing fans, uh, Carol Shelby was the man's name. Uh, so um, that's Shelby 66, and it's a $71 chance. Classic legend uh, at $15. Overpass uh, with the earmuffs pre-race at $16. Lost and running is a $10 chance. Athelric at $51. Andermatt 
is a $34 chance. Handle the truth at $126. Rocketing by, well, oh geez, it's a firm this morning, uh, $101 in from $251. An Anathol with the tongue tie off and the visor off, another firm, $251 into $151. Um, he's the most popular runner, Nature Strip here. Uh, at his best, $280, $210 at his lowest. He's now $220. He's um, three and a half times as popular as Eduardo. Four fifty at its best all in. Four dollars is the best final field price given about it. And third pick is Marzu. He has been seven fifty back into seven this morning. No messing around in the shorts, Brad. No, no. The eleventh time the Nature Strip and Eduardo clash, and I think the first four hundred meters with them is always just as interesting and just as fascinating as the. 400 metres, and it's going to be the same again this week. Does James McDonald come out aggressive enough just to keep his nose in a position where Eduardo finds it hard enough to cross? And then you throw Overpass into the mix, who is going to be revved up and ready to go. Whether he's got the tactical speed to get across Eduardo and Nature Strip probably seems unlikely, but he is going to be ridden with intent, I imagine. So really interesting first couple of hundred metres here, Duff. Yeah, I don't know what to think of it. I don't know what to think of it, you know, with a semi-final, more or less, um, about intent and um, what's going to happen, who's going to push the button first, who's going to want to take a sit. Um, yeah, it'll, it's an intriguing race. I think Nature Strip is in great order. I think he's hard enough to beat. Eduardo's got the run under his belt. We know his credentials. Mizzou is the interesting one. Um, he was nurtured right through to that group one in the Doombin 10,000 and now he's a more mature four-year-old who's had a nice little grounding. Um, who knows what he could do just uh, with no pressure on him sitting behind the, the the first few here and I'll throw in Lost and Running. Um, Yui sounded pretty confident he's going to run really well uh, this morning and his trial suggests so too. One, two, four and eight. Two, one, four, and six for me. I'm with Eddie. The odds make me lean his way. Uh, he's got the run under the belt. He'll go forward. He'll turn it into a dogfight. And we know over 11 and 1,000 metres, he's a very, very hard horse to beat. One nature strip. Uh, he'll run well. He's the best sprinter in the country, best sprinter in the world, isn't he? It's just whether you want to take the $2.20 about him in a semi-final. It's always a little bit dangerous, but his class is going to seem right in the finish regardless. Four Marzu. Bit of a D-day for him to see where he measures up against the big boys, but he gets a beautiful setup. Just camping in behind the speed. Couple of lovely trials. I think the sting out of the ground is perfect. And the 1100 metres sets up well. And six, classic legend. Can't wait to see the big grey in the yard. Um, I don't think he can win this race. He wouldn't be forward enough. But I expect him to just serve a little reminder uh, that he'll be there in a month's time. Two, one, four, and six. What a race it's going to be. And uh, Darren has uh, the honour of calling the Bowman shorts. And Darren will be hoping that number three, Mars Crusader, can steam home over the top. Gents, from one nature strip, two Eduardo, four Marzu, three, one, two, four. Did you have much of a look at Mars Crusader, Ronnie? Uh, yeah, the bajaya, the better. And it, it all comes down to uh, pattern. If you can swoop down the middle, which uh, Ramwick, when the rail's normal, when it's soft, you can do. So... You'll know more about his chances about race six, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's a pattern to say, look, no disadvantage coming from behind today, uh, he'll be starting um, a lot shorter than a 20 to 1 chance. Yeah, it'll be interesting if Darren, after his choice of attire for Democracy Manifest on Wednesday, whether he dons the shorts to call the shorts here. He, he seems to be well, now, you know, be... a social media sort of, you know, you know, star and wants to get involved in this, so he well, could the don Batman the shorts. Costume, oh, I was going to say, a crusader. Yeah, nothing would. You could 
put the pirate suit on or something. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah, you never know. You never know what daring. I'll put it. I'll put it to him at ten o'clock and see if he has a wardrobe change handy. I'll. I'll ask him. Anyway, let's get on to uh, the Kingston. Well, he doesn't have far to go to get one. <laughs> no, quite right. Uh, the Kingston Town Stakesman's um, race number nine here, the Furphy Kingston Town. 2,000 metres, the journey here at Group 3 level. I'm sure plenty will want to be with Benno today. What's the market saying? Well, the market says Knight's Order, first of all. Uh, the last start winner of the Chelmsford is a $4.60 chance. Kukaracha at $41. Stockman is a $13 chance. Elephant is not there. Two cents a win and one cent the place of deductions. No compromise at 14 Gold Trip not there. It's in Melbourne. The deduction, 14 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Allegron is an $11 chance. Crystal Pegasus is not there. It's in Melbourne. One cent the win and nothing the place. Benno is our favourite at $2.80. Sacramento outran yesterday, no deduction. Angel of Truth, 34. Shorefire, $4.20. Elias at $21. And Francesco Guardi is a $19 pop. Most popular runner is Benno, but he's not, he's not a long way ahead of Knight's order here. And uh, both of them are unchanged at their prices this morning. And then third pick uh, is Shawfire, who's gone four out to 4.20 this morning. Uh, but dribs and drabs of money for Cucaracha, Stockman, and the bottom two as well, Alias and Francesco Guardi. How's your map looking now, Brad? Uh, Knight's Order, Angel of Truth, no compromise, not too far away. Benno, you'd hope that he can settle in front of a few that like to find their feet in the early stages here, Duff. Yeah, I would. And I'm terrified with uh, Adrian saying we'll take a sip with uh, Knight's Order today. Where does yeah, that leave a strange us? one. Um, anyway, we'll see how that unfolds. Because uh, I can't find any, maybe Angel of Truth, the only other one I could find going forward and with any intent here. Anyway... Um, I think we're going to get better than 280. There's other options here, you know. But I like him. I, th- I think he's the gamble of the day. 280s, I was expecting better, and I think I might get better. Um, surefire, total forgive the other day on that track, but just the plain facts were better. was a better run than him. Um, he, he surged away from him in the last bit, but that's on heavy going, mind you. Uh, no compromise. Well, he's the overs. He's... What you see is what you get. He's just going to plonk himself there and run his usual genuine race. And I know he's out of his grade here, but uh, this horse was enormous the other day, Elias, and he might have a little sneaky chance. 9, 12, 5 and 13. I've got to spot the 13, Elias, as well. Uh, I think he can he can run a little bit of a cheeky race here. I've got him in fourth pick. I've got 9, 1, 12 and 13. 9, Benno, he's been fantastic in his two runs to date. Nobody's missed him. The market hasn't missed him. His favourite in the Metrop, and I expect him to stamp that further today. One night's order. Well, how flattered was he first up? The fact that he's never won uh, below 2,000 metres in the past probably flags that he's returned particularly well. 12, surefire, complete forget the other day. I thought he did a good job to stick to his task and, and get as close as he did, given the circumstances that were against. And 13, alias, 9, 1, 12 and 13. Numbers for Darren in uh, the Kingston town today. And uh, as they go for our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers, 13 alias on the top. Gee, Darren's found a few of big odds today. 13 alias to beat one at night, uh, one night's order. Nine Benno and 12 Shorefire. 13, one, nine and 12 for Darren in race number nine. Tenth and last, the Moratus Cerebral Palsy Alliance Trophy here. Munzer benchmark, 88, 1200 metres. 
Yeah, and that 280 Benno is the absolute bottom of the market in that uh, previous race there. Righto, the last, uh, Superior, <coughs> excuse me, not there. Darge Run, cross noseband on, synthetic hoof filler off at 17. Never Talk at 23. Kinlock with the earmuffs pre-race at 17. Mautai with a cross noseband off, $4.40 makes it favourite. Munitions at 19. Zushak with a barrier blanket on at 19. Battledon. With the winkers off at nine fifty, Brigantine back as a gelding. Earmuffs pre-race off at eight dollars and fifty cents. Oh, I needed that cough. Dream Circle <laughs> is out, no deduction. Larkspur run at eight dollars. Starman out, eight cents a win and eight cents a place. Devil's Throat, I've got it at the moment at seven dollars and fifty cents. I am lethal. Back as a gelding and the synthetic hoof filler off at $7.50. Zarastro out $0.03 cents a win and $0.03 cents a place. Cattersby is 101. And Cavalier Charles, uh, Matty Dals, there's still one slot to go in the Kosciuszko. And he's got Meg and he's got Cavalier Charles putting his uh, credentials forward today. And it is an $11 chance. And is the most popular runner in the race, Cavalier Charles, as much as $31 bet about it. $12 into $11 this morning. It's the most popular runner over Brigantine, who's $9 into $8.50 this morning. And third pick, we've got to look a fair way away to I Am Lethal. Long day ahead, man. Have a swig of that Pepsi Max and get yourself sorted uh, for the day. Speed map in the last year, Brad. Yeah, speed belt, there's a bit happening. Uh, Mautai, I guess, is the query in terms of how aggressive they want to be. Uh, but they have been teaching him to settle, so I imagine he just parks in behind the speed. Zushak can go forward, albeit he's a more of a 1,400-metre horse. Dajran also fits into that category. And then there's a little question mark over the top of Brigantine from that wide gate. He is 46 weeks between runs, but he does have some tactical speed if they want to use it. So a few little queries here as far as the map goes, Duff. Yep, a hard map, a hard race. You're nearly a field job if you're taking quaddies, but all, all weather related, if we get a drying track, I'm with I Am Lethal. He might have, you know, he, 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 big difference between a soft seven with him and a, and a soft five, a massive difference. So he's gelded. I'll go with the two geld, the two new geldings here. Uh, I Am Lethal to beat Brigantine. I'll throw in Mautai. Not the ideal horse to be swapping jockeys with all the time. You, he's a hard horse to, to ride and... Um, Yep, he's, he's got a fitness edge here. He's got a good chance. And I'll throw in Battleton, um, who's another one who's a very talented horse when he's right. They're not the only chances, 14, 9, 5 and 8. 3, 17, 13 and 5. So another couple of numbers into the mix for me. Never talk. I'm happy to have a little gamble on her at the odds. We hope the track doesn't dry out too much for her sake because she loves to get her toe into the ground. She's got a fantastic fresh record. And I think she's the one that the market has completely brushed. Albeit, you're going to need luck getting back in the field. 17, Cavalier Charles gets in nice and light. He too has a fantastic fresh record. 13, Devil's Throat. Uh, he comes through the midweeks, but I thought there was good merit to that win last start. Uh, sitting outside of a decent speed and putting his rivals away. And 5, Mautai is always in the mix in this company. 3, 17. Okay, 3, 17, 13, 5 for Brad in the last. Uh, Darren Flindell, his numbers late in the day for race 10. 14, I am lethal to beat 9, Brigantine, 3, never talk. And 5, Mautai, 14, 9, 3 and 5 for Darren in the last. Ron, your best in value on George Main Stakes Day, please. Yeah, race 9, number 9, Benno. Best value, race 2, number 15, Herb. Good on you, Ron. We'll let you get to the track. We'll do it again next Saturday. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Ron Duffersy. Brad, your best in value, please.
Best for me, race six, number five, Zoo Gotcha. I think she can stamp herself as one of the better fillies we've got at the moment. Back up that fantastic first win and a couple of odds I'm happy to play. Race four, number one, War Eternal. I think he only runs well, albeit he has to overcome Arnold. And in the last there, race 10, number three, Never Talk. See you during the uh, during the week, Brad. Midweekers somewhere. Will do. Thanks, Good guys. Man. Good on you, Brad. Uh, Brad Gray, and also Glenn Mun- uh, Glenn Munsey with us as well. Mun's almost nine o'clock. Bring it on. Great day of racing ahead. Yes, Richard and uh, Jockey's Challenge. As I said to you, he was a dollar and six. James McDonald. He's out to a dollar and eight. Uh, and five, now a dollar ten. In fact, uh, Timmy Clark's at five dollars. Huey Bowman's into seventeen dollars, and there's a thousand forty-five dollars on him already. So that customer had five hundred and fifty-five at twenty-six. They came back and butted up at twenty-one. Is now seventeen. Uh, Seventy-one for any other jockey. Eighty-one Willie Pike. A hundred and one Sam Clippard and Karen McAvoy and Brett Abdullah. And the market. I've never seen this before. James McDonald is two dollars sixty favourite to ride four or more winners today. You can back in to win five or more, six or more. Or seven or more. Good on your muns. Nine o'clock Racing HQ Saturday break and back with uh, Melbourne form. Caulfield Group One Racing, Sir Rupert Clark Day. Stay with us. This is Racing HQ Saturday.